Hard sports are plays. Hard sports are plays. Hard sports are plays. 65, we're making a place. You're talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, the diamond the lane. Variety topics, living the same. Authentication, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they work in your faces. Grace up the field, so tie the laces. All sports, all plays. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to He's on Fire podcast. Win number 62. Charles Barkley, Steve Nash, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson, Amari, Sean Marion, and now Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Those are the mainstays that we had on those 62 win seasons, and we have another one brewing right before our eyes, but I wasn't worried about this game. Y'all were. Y'all were mad worried. I, I I honestly had higher hopes for Suns fans, but after seeing the stuff that I saw on Twitter tonight, I'm amazed, amazed. Suns fans don't know their own brand of basketball. I have a lot to talk about in it. Fans have made me need to talk about them more than a team with 62 wins. I can't wait to get into it. He's on fire podcast. Thanks for joining in, you guys. Obviously, we're guaranteed the number one seed in the NBA. So I don't understand what everybody was freaking out about. I don't get it. I don't get it. But before I go on my rant, JJ, what's going on? I want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think? Uh, man, uh, I wanted this win very badly. Just uh, because of narrative sake and just, you know, just clear mind. You know, I thought we were going to come in and uh, – roll that team because uh, they got blown out a couple of nights ago. I, I forget against two, but uh, I like uh, I was going in really positive and I'm glad we pulled out the win. Uh, it was pretty sloppy uh, the whole game. You know, I'm glad Clay Thompson could have find like a rhythm and, you know, Draymond Green was being like a crying bitch, like usual, you know, same old, same old. Uh, but I don't know what it is with Jordan Poole. Uh, like he's like the Chris Middleton on this side of the country for us. Like, like he just can't miss a shot. Uh, but I, yeah, like, like I said, I'm glad we pulled this win out. Uh, fr- franchise t- uh, time has 62 wins and we still have seven games left of the season. Uh, I am so happy of where this team is at right now. And I'm so glad to have Chris Paul back. 
and uh and now and uh like i think the uh defensive player of the year discussion has kind of been put to bed now i think mikhail uh has this uh on lock for the season hopefully but yeah uh, uh one of the ugliest games of the year but i i'm just glad that we pulled out i i'm amazed that Suns fans don't recognize their brand of basketball at one, at this point. Oh yeah, did we weren't any, running shit. I just wanted did, to win. Did yeah. anybody see one single setup from the elbow? Not one. That's our base offense. We literally ran ISO the whole time, went vanilla, and I dare say we even went 70% in this game. I'm I'm honestly very concerned about Suns fans. I think I held them in higher regard than maybe I should have overall. But look, man, that team wanted to win and needs to win. They were going to play a little extra harder, especially against us. Us? Yeah. We didn't care, man. The Suns did not care about this game like they've cared about other games. That was apparent from the get-go. Completely apparent. It was a vanilla offense. It was a vanilla defense they didn't even change up the defense until about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and even then it wasn't the defense that you'd want to be running they were playing i don't even know how much drop and they weren't switching until uh, as i said the eighth minute mark and booker and Aiton just didn't have it going how many times has Aiton gone eight for 14 or excuse me seven for 17 book goes five for 21 and he still gets 22 man Suns fan Randy in the house. What's going what's, on, man? I'm gonna, what's going on, man? I need to finish my rant real quick on, on Suns fans. Um, the amount of BS that I saw on Twitter and Facebook and social media from Suns fans just talking-ish about this game, I, I'm so concerned for y'all. <laughs> I don't know why. Every, like, I want 63 wins, too, just to have that record. But this game don't matter. This game does not matter. They were playing 100%. We were playing max 70, max 70%. And we still won. So 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 please stop with the that was a that was a bad game or worse this or worse that we need to do better like no, Monty is playing chess. Y'all are the pawns right now. You got to understand that. Anybody remembers, we talked about it. Amit brought it up about well, a week or two ago. The last game against the Lakers last year, and they blew us out by like 20 or 30 points or something like that. We did the same thing. We didn't run one single set from our normal 52 base. Not one. And that happened tonight. So Suns fans, please, when you're watching the game from here on out for the rest of the season, do not watch with your heart. Watch with your brain. I've interacted with most of y'all on Twitter and on this podcast. I know you guys are smart. I know this. I know this. I know this. I know this. Watch if they do any action off of the elbow. And if they don't do anything for the first quarter, you know we're going vanilla and it's all ISO. All we did was run ISO, pick and roll, four out, one in. Sometimes we did five out. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried, y'all, but don't overreact and don't overreact when we have the number one seed. And that's all I'm going to say right now. <laughs> Suns fan Randy in the building. He does What's not have on? that ugly Los Angeles Dodgers hat. <laughs> we have holding him to greatness. 
He's got, got the Phillies, got the maroon Phillies. I, I dig the maroon for Arizona State. But uh, but what's going on, man? Welcome back. It's been what's a while. going on, man? Yeah. So I I'm kind of in the same boat as you because I kind of re- recognize like they were doing a bare minimum tonight. It was just like it, to me it looked like just like a real ugly 24 hour fitness game. Like especially in that first half, like you could tell like once we started launching up a bunch of threes, like I knew like from the jump. But this is something. This is my gripe though with the game, like. My gripe with the game in the sense of Devin Booker and just respect around the league is that I feel like on games like this, like on national TV game, I know it's like towards the end of the game, like towards the end of the year, and like we're just kind of mailing it in at this point. Yes. But it's like it's games and performances like this on national TV that is it's unacceptable, especially if we're trying to argue for you like, oh, like your MVP. You can't go out there and give me five of 21 but, or 22. Yeah, but, but, but he's – he ain't I get it. I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Doubled and tripled son. like all night. Yeah, I'm not gonna 100. But he missed a, a lot of open looks. A whole like a lot of those were open. Yeah, like, especially but, that last one with the pump but, fake. But him, he but dog, but him and oh, yeah, him yeah. and Da, you know they weren't. They they just yeah. their head yeah. just wasn't in the game. They yeah, just DA, weren't. They were bobbling shit. They just. Yeah. They <laughs> I, I haven't seen Da drop so many passes since like 2019. I was like, damn, like, I remember, like, that <laughs> he was in high school. That, yeah, like, that used to really be an issue for him. Like, yo, like, this is nuts. But see, but, th- this this comment, same, same with you and Bees, I love you, but he's not playing for the MVP, I promise you. Yeah. I promise you. Maybe somewhere in the back of the mind, he'd be like, yeah, he's not playing for that. They're playing for something bigger. And do we really want to show their our offense to them? Nah. If we potentially, now, we potentially might play them in the second round. I, I think they're a better team than the Mavericks or the Jazz. Looking like the Mavericks right now, right? Uh-huh, so, right. do we really, really want to show them anything? Think about that before anybody answers in the chat. Do you want to show a potential team anything when you've got the number one seed wrapped up and you're playing for nothing? You just throw the ball out there. Maybe you try a few new things. Just see what sticks. That's all. Right. all. I mean, I'm one a, thing I'm to shut say- up now. Yeah, one thing that they did do though that like is concerned me because they showed like everything they kind of expo like exploited everything that it would take to beat us. Like what we struggle with, we struggle with teams that pick up CP3 full court. We pit- we struggle with teams that out rebound us. They out rebounded us tonight. We struggle with teams that can shoot the three well. Jordan Poole went crazy. With- they didn't shoot crazy as a team tonight, but like. You know what I'm saying? Like that first half, like they were, it was, it was almost like they couldn't miss. And then, so I'm like, I knew one of those was going to give like towards like, like the end of the game or whatever the case may be. But like they did like show a little concern for me just in a matchup standpoint. Like, okay, like even though like I think that we're still better than them, like they're going to make it tough. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not going to be a walk in the park as, as I was thinking. I kind of knew uh, how. Uh this game was going to go uh, based off the first like eight minutes of the game. Yeah. Like, so like uh, it was back and forth for like, like six to 12 points. And all of a sudden, like uh, the Suns were playing really good defense. Uh, like clay couldn't get to the spots. Uh, Jordan Poole couldn't find any uh, backdoor cuts. Gary Payton was kind of on lock. And uh, yeah, uh, they were just turnover after turn- uh, turnover from golden state. And they just kind of find a, open shot and then like after that happened after the suns went up by like like six or eight uh they took out chris paul uh they took out da they threw in biombo and then they threw in shaman so they had shaman and devin booker in for the rest of the quarter 
And uh, I was like, oh, okay. So they want to build this lead and try to keep the lead for the rest of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. We have plenty of opportunities after that to extend that lead. It just didn't happen. But yeah, uh, like I said, you know, it was ugly game, but uh, we pulled out with the win. So I can't really complain. I yeah. want to give you all one stat. Assists. How many times have we seen like 38 assists, 35 assists, or something like that through a game? We had 20 tonight. Yeah. Mm. That that tells me we weren't running anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That stat alone. And the fact that we can roll the ball out, play ISO ball, not change defenses, shoot poorly, lose the rebounding battle, let somebody else go off on the other team means a whole hell of a lot to me. That means more than playing this perfect basketball game and showing the other team everything that they have. Yeah, we can definitely add that to the list of things that we this team can do. Like, we can win. We can beat the refs. We can win ugly. You know what I'm saying? We could win injured. So it's just another thing. For me, watching, I was just like, yeah, just throw it in with the refs. I will say I was surprised we got 30 free throws. I never thought in a million years we'd go <laughs> oh, yeah, to no. Golden State and we get 30 free throws. Them them refs called it for us this game, and I'm not saying anything about the refs on that. That was that was except for the double tech. Did you guys like the double tech that they gave Draymond and Jay Crowder? Man, yeah. they're what talking. It Let it go, right? Right. Dude, Draymond should have got ejected after that fucking push <laughs> and then uh the devin booker foul at the end of the game that rebound dude that's how golden state rebounds like they throw their body into you like like out of bounds like the, the like on the grand scheme of things that play uh, from booker on, on the ball was a really dumb play but that's literally how golden state was grabbing rebounds that whole game and then um yeah it was just like inconsistency, it was the same ref from the Raptors game. Yep. And I was like, I was like, this motherfucker's. <laughs> and he was he was so inconsistent from that game to this game, right, bro? Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically a carryover. But yeah, I I was surprised that we even got thirty free throws. But if I'm keeping it a buck with you, we should have had a lot more. Uh, just the hand checking, and then like the three guys holding down Da's arms when he's trying to like just get yeah. the ball up. You know, you know, it's like this is the stuff. That's like great, like grade school, dude. Like, <laughs> you need to call this stuff. And when Draymond can just like wham your elbow down and like, like push you, like, and he Draymond has so much leeway, dude. It's ridiculous. But, uh, well, fuck Golden State. All right, someone else go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Randy. Man, like, we it's been a while since we've seen you. We missed uh, last time we talked was that weird Sacramento game, I believe. Uh-huh. And oh, then yeah. we had, yeah, we had like the Minnesota game and there was another game in there. Plus this one, uh, was there a Lakers the, game or something? Denver? I don't know. That yeah. the Denver game. Yeah. Yeah. So, so talk to me about, about those games and, and, and kind of tonight all in 62 win. Just tell me your thoughts. Um, yeah. So I think that like, I think that as a team, like it's just 63 wins. And as we get closer to it, I feel like this team is just taking more and more of my heart in the sense of, like statistically, this is the best team we've ever had as like Suns fans. So it's just like it's kind of yeah, hard for me to close. continue to debate like or hold on to those 07 or those 2010 teams or whatever the case may be. So it's just like, man, like they might just have it, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they can bring us a ring. So it's just like, man, like I might have to rearrange my my list a little bit on that. But 
And some of the older, like, I missed the Nugget game, and I wish I hadn't because he D-Book went off for 49, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why can't you do that on national TV, man? Like, drop 49 on ESPN, and then, like I said, you ain't worried about you. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But, um, yeah, so, but the T-Bulls game, I was glad that CP3 didn't come back that game because that game was a whole, like, it was really yeah. chippy. Like, that was really chippy. It was a whole lot of barking, Patrick Beverly doing Patrick Beverly things, like, just fouling for no reason, like. It's just like, yo, like, how long is he going to get away with this? Like, just, I remember it was a couple plays he went and just smacked campaign and just like, you know what I'm saying? Just hit book all all crazy. So it was just, they, they went barking back and forth. So I was just like, I'm glad he didn't come back that game. And I'm glad CP3 came back and just looked like he hadn't missed a step. You know what I'm saying? He's go out there. And then tonight we needed him and he showed for real, like his thumb is no problem really. Cause he yeah. kind of took it. Book didn't have it going. And then CP3 was like, all right, like, I got this. And he scored, like, what, the last six or something like that and kind of put it away. Mm-hmm. And just, you know and what I'm saying? So, and yeah. Mikael Bridges had 22. Yeah. Mikael Bridges and Torrey Craig was uh, my 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 game MVPs tonight, especially Torrey Craig. Even though he didn't have a lot, he scored six and had three rebounds. But I feel like he was he getting steals. a whole lot of the, yeah, uh, um, some three. deflections. Like, yeah. we went small ball with him at the five, I think. And he was out there holding it down. So I was like, I think Torrey Craig and then Mikhail Bridges kind of went away towards the second half of the game. But I feel like those two people were the only ones that really kind of came out like to play today. So it was just like, and then Bismack kind of disappointed me tonight. I was like, I kind of took it up to like, mm-hmm. he hadn't played in like forever. So it was just like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? And hey, everybody that's, that's bitching right now. And I'm including you fools on here to a point. If y'all are worried about Devin Booker, this is what he did five minutes ago. Five minutes ago, after a basketball game, after an NBA game, he's out here working out. And uh, with uh, Bismack, like, like how Golden State is built, that's kind of like the worst matchup Wait. possible to have Bismack Wait. out there. Because hold, like, hold, hold up, bro. Here's something. Here's something I just missed. Hold up. Let me show this back. Yeah. Who's that on the ground? Those yellow shoes. Yeah, Mikhail. Mikhail's working out too. And you see somebody's foot or something in the on the far left or right over there. Right over here you see it. Yeah. So you got a is. whole squad working out right now. Tell yeah, come this on, team, man. You this don't team, see that. This team. This team is different, man. Built different. Just from top to bottom. Just different. Yeah, man, so that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to keep, like, the Nash years and, you know what I'm saying, the 90s and KJ and all of them is just like, damn, like, they got it. Like, book, like, we just never seen this before, especially, like, on the, from the defensive side. That was the part that kind of took me back defense initially. Like, biggest say. Yeah. I was like, yo, like, we play defense? Like, I've never seen, like, an elite Suns team that plays defense. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> okay, of DA. DA <laughs> being crazy right now. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, you can say what he wants. He had 16 <laughs> boards tonight. I'd rather him get 16 boards than 16 points. I think right. rebounding's our bigger us. Achilles heel for sure. And then you see campaign dancing. But there's Jay. There's Biz. I don't know what DA's doing. Oh yeah, uh, shout out Jay for uh, kind of locking down Draymond tonight, dude. Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Draymond's not like a score first guy, but like, like Draymond can shoot. You know, like he can shoot from on top of the, uh, like you know, from the top, and uh, you know, like he's usually open down uh, in the paint and stuff. So Jay did a, a relatively good job uh, containing him and his passes and stuff, and 
you know, uh, he had a really good game, even though he didn't have like the best uh, shooting night. Uh, like no one had a good shooting night besides McHale, yeah. but, uh, but uh, Jay did really good on the defensive side of things. Plus, you know, to, you know, get him in foul trouble too. Uh, that, that helped a lot. So I'm, I'm so impressed with this team. I am so impressed with this team. I'm, I'm I'm legitimate. I feel sorry for people that were really upset about this game. We're coming up with all these excuses. I just wish you guys could see what I see and how vanilla vanilla this was. And and that's okay. We'll get there, y'all. I got but, a question, man. man. I got a question though. Yeah, wait till we get Cam Johnson back. <laughs> he's he's close. He was doubtful today, by the way. He oh, was yeah, officially he was. doubtful, yeah. then ruled out. So you know he's on the men. He's coming soon. Yeah, I hate to be like a Debbie Downer or uh, yeah, downbeat Daryl. But um, how do you guys feel about Milwaukee? I know you seen that last night. I know you seen that Giannis block. And then, like I said, you know I watch the finals once a couple times a week, and it just really amazes me. Like I was just like, what the heck? Like Drew Holiday literally shut down book and cp3 at the same time like mm-hmm. at the same like how does that even how, how does one person guard two people at the and shut them down at the same time like but he i was just watching MVP. that yeah i've been watching milwaukee and just in like let's do it but like i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i'm not gonna lie especially after that block last night and just Giannis just being Giannis, and they got brooke lopez back so how do you guys feel about it or you guys just out of sight, out of mind kind of thing? I think JJ knows my answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not worried. But uh, <laughs> so, like, I, I watched the game and stuff, and this is Philly that we're talking about. Uh, yeah, Embiid had a good game. Uh, Tyrese Maxey had a really good game. Tobias uh, disappeared in the second half. And, you know, yeah, it's just typical game. James Harden, dude. He just threw up a bunch of bullshit that made, that, <laughs> uh, like, uh, made a, a competitive game. So, yeah, that break from James Harden, uh, I landed perfectly and, and beat its lap. It was going to get probably blocked regardless. Uh, Giannis was right there, and I forget who else was uh, down there. But, uh, like, that, that's just what Giannis does. Uh, like, Giannis kind of just proved, you know, his point that if Booker's not going to win MVP for being the best player on the best team, like, like it should go to Giannis because this dude, like, statistically is – uh, one of the best guys in the league, probably the most va- most valuable in the league, and uh, uh, and then the p- best player on the best team in the East, uh, you know. But yeah, f- f- like this is Philly that we're talking about. Uh, Milwaukee's had a bunch of these games where they kind of like choke leads in the second half. Uh, I think it's just hangover from last year. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Uh, a lot of people uh, don't talk about them this season. I don't know why they're still really good. Uh, but you know, I, I'm obviously worried about Drew. I'm I'm obviously worried about Chris, uh, quote unquote, Air Jordan Middleton going off on us again. So, like, all these are are in question and stuff. Uh, I'm going in confident. I'm hoping that we don't see Milwaukee in the finals. I hope it's like the Heat in a miraculous, like, <laughs> yeah, just a, yeah. I'm I'm hoping for the best route possible for us and yeah it's a good story if we can beat literally every good team i mean it like uh, that's uh that'd be a beautiful story but if we get all easy comp i'm like i'm not i'm cool with that too like i'm 100 cool with that the the bucks are really good philly is flawed Uh, we can keep it going so (laughs) look 
Look, if you want to be the best team, you're going to have to beat the best team. We're going to have to beat the best team. And Eventually. sometimes teams get hot in the playoffs. Yeah. And so whoever wins every single round, I don't want to face that team because they're hot. Their confidence is high, right? They just won a series in the NBA playoffs. So it, it comes down to matchups, man. It will 100% come down to matchups. So who do you I guys want, want to see? In the I, first, or in the I want all the smoke. I want to play the best teams. Yeah, he wants smoke. I'm cool with whoever. Yeah, uh, like, I'm on that boat. Like, uh, uh, like I tweeted today, uh, like uh, it, it's going to come down to the clip, uh, the clips and the Timberwolves that we'll probably face. Uh, uh, well, the Lakers are back in the plan, but you know we're, they're probably not even going to make the playoffs. So I'd rather face the Clippers uh, than the Wolves, honestly, just because of how chippy they are. Uh, uh, mm. T Wolves have like at least three guys that can maybe drop 30 on you randomly. And if that happens like uh, consecutively, I'd rather not deal with that. Uh, but I think we can still beat the Wolves uh, with the Clips. You know, Paul George is just coming back. He needs to uh, get used to having Rocco on the team and uh, and some other characters. Uh, they don't have Ibaka anymore. So, uh, like, uh, they're missing a defensive presence. Uh, they're not as uh, defense uh, – like good at defense as they were last year. So I like, I'd rather take my chances with the Clippers again. And uh, I think it would just be an easier series for us at the end of the day, not as physical. So we're not coming out with a broken nose and I'd rather not see Pat dead in the first round. So yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'd, rather, again. I'd rather go wolves in the first round only because I feel like the wolves, I feel like if we, well, this is, this is two things I feel like I have my wish list for the playoffs. I wish that we win every single game one just for my mental and my anxiety, just so it's just like I'm not like, oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah, game like, I wish must, every, every, home, every round yeah. like, we have to win game one. Like, I don't care. Like, even if whatever the case, we have to win game one. But And then number two, I'd rather go with the Wolves just because, like, I feel like if – because you know how it goes in the playoffs. Like, if you win a game, you feel like you can't lose another game. If you lose right. a game, you feel like you can't win another game. And I feel like yeah. I don't know if the Wolves are mentally strong enough or connected enough as a team to withstand that, like, that game one loss or, like, that loss. Because I feel like like their team is kind of like – I feel like it'll be one of those – you ever play against a team or, like, play against uh, another, like, at the park or whatever, and it's just like – two teammates that you're playing against are arguing then it's just like oh yeah this is barbecue like we you know what i'm saying they're already with each other. Yeah, so it's just like oh yeah this is barbecue so all we got to do is just like just put the ball in the hole and they gonna do the rest for us pretty much so i feel like it'll be a lot of that with minnesota but like you said i don't know uh, i i don't want to see the clippers because i don't want to go into another chess match i don't want to go into a monty tyron lu chess match again Cause like oh I didn't I don't, think of a Tai Lu oh yeah, yeah that's a good point I feel like people don't give him his respect like that series we had against him was just like some of the most like it was like some of the most strategic stuff ever because it was just like you never knew what Tyron Lu was gonna do like he'll go all small he'll go all big he'll you know what I'm saying throw a bunch of wings out there he'll you know what I'm saying it was just like every single game in that series was different and it was just like it was throwing us off like. And you can yeah. – well, I don't know if it was not having CP3 or if it was because, like, just the inexperience of the playoffs, but it was just, like – it was definitely took us, you know what I'm saying, for a turn. And I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready for that. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for any team. I don't care. I don't care who it is. I don't care who we play. <laughs> I don't care who wins. And if we're a team of destiny, it's not going to matter who we play. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean it is true. Yeah, yeah that it, that's that's true. 2014 I, San Antonio vibes. Huh? And I I think we all believe in this team. We're I don't think blood, I don't think I don't think any of you should be afraid of anybody. I think whatever is thrown their way, they can counter. Mm. I truly, truly believe that at the bottom of my heart. The way that this team has fought every single game and has gone down, been come back and win, how they've blown team out, how they've won in so many different ways in the brand of basketball that they play, the ball movement, how they get tipped balls, how they do everything almost perfect minute to minute. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm afraid of playing Milwaukee just because I have post-traumatic stress. Rathalisa. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. But I want to play them again and get that revenge. I wanted revenge on them last year for getting Lou Alcindor in the 67 coin toss. Hmm. You understand? That's how petty I am. I'm, I'm just as petty as Devin Booker, y'all. Yeah. And I think they want that challenge again. I don't think Brooke Lopez is a shell of what he was last year when they were humming. Again, there is no P.J. Tucker. This team did look different the two times we played them. We yeah. almost beat them without Chris Paul. I'm, yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm confident. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. I have faith. I believe in Monty. I believe in th- – I could keep <laughs> going why I'm so invested in this team. And like I said, and- I don't know. I'm and hey, and, and I'm gonna say this: we've we've been blowing a lot of smoke at just about every team we've played, all mm-hmm. of us here, including Amit, and we've been saying we are the best team in the league. If we're the best team in the league, bring on any challenge. Hey. Mike, drop. <laughs> you can't argue with that one. So let me ask you this then: so out of the MVP or like the Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, which one of those like is gonna hurt the most if we don't get like? Is it going to hurt the most if Monty doesn't get coach of the year? Is it going to hurt the most if Mikhail Bridges doesn't get defensive player of the year? I would year? say Monty. Monty? Probably would, the Monty. But like, Monty, Mikhail, then Devin in that order for me. Okay. I feel like I feel like uh, the media is going to give Marcus Smart the defensive player of the year. What? I, I like I keep on I keep on seeing his name in the in the uh, Vegas odds and stuff. I'm like, dude, I swear to God, if he wins it, okay. <laughs> the stretch that Boston is on is fantastic. Okay, yeah. great turnaround. Okay, there is no reason why Tatum is, should be above Booker in the MVP race or Marcus Smart being number one in Defensive Player of the Year when, when it comes to bets. There's absolutely no reason because the second half of their season was nothing but mediocre teams. I know everybody plays the same teams X amount of times, but they went on a good stretch. They stayed hot and Jalen Brown actually was playing competent basketball for Mm -hmm. a a long stretch. He's one of the most inconsistent guys in the league. He can be like Paul George or he can be like George Paul. (laughs) So (laughs) like, uh, but yeah, to answer your question, probably the Monty one, but you know, there's a, Mux Pierce one, and then there's a media one. Monty has to win one of those. Uh, I re- I really don't care which one, but yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Booker in my opinion, uh, uh, like uh, not Booker, uh, Mikkel in my opinion, he should win Defensive Player of the Year. Bias aside, dude's yep. been locking down everybody. <laughs> yep. So yeah. <laughs> like and- Andrew Wiggins, uh, uh, 
he had a quiet uh i forget how many points he had but it was mostly off free throws but uh mikhail locked him down james harden locked down steph curry uh in the beginning of the season locked down twice uh he, he's locked down just about everybody he's playing the most minutes out of everybody in the league uh he has one of the best uh defensive ratings uh amongst his position i i he definitely deserves to be the defensive player of the year if it's marcus smart I'm I'm a go on a tangent, but <laughs> Man, most likely got, Booker's not going to win the MVP. So yeah, yeah, we are yeah we all know that they're going to continue to disrespect Book for whatever reason. And uh, I guess I can talk to you about that because I I missed kind of that whole convo. But um, my thing is, I feel like I'll be more hurt if Mikael didn't get it, just because I feel like I think Monty Williams should win Coach of the Year, but I think it was more like to me I felt it in my heart more last year because I feel like. Now I feel like Monty has just put a system in place to where it's just like almost self-sustainable now. You know what I'm saying? It seems like he just like everybody kind of knows it's not a whole lot of real like strategic coaching really going on like it was last year or like, you know what I'm saying? Because he was implementing like the culture and just all this other stuff, the defense and the point five offense and all this other stuff. So I feel like he did a lot more coaching. I could be wrong. You could tell me if I'm wrong. I, I, don't, I don't mind being wrong. I feel like he did a lot more coaching last year than he did this year just in my opinion. And I do think that it's a couple other coaches around the league. I feel like kind of get it. Like, I don't know about the guy in Memphis. I kind of like a uh, uh, buddy in uh, Cleveland, but they just falling apart over there. And, uh, and I do like Nick nurse just because like, he literally has just a bunch of G league players over there in Toronto. And oh man. I, I love me. I love me some Nick nurse. I'm not going to lie. He's easily a top five. Uh, nurse is a very underrated coach. coach. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love Nick nurse. No, I, I would say he's properly rated. Everybody was singing his praises when they won and had Kawhi and and all mm-hmm. that going on. And then you know they just they they lose Kawhi, they lose Kyle Lowry, and you know you kind of get gutted a little bit, you know. So what they've done what they've done is incredible, and they're yeah. the best offensive rebounding team and block shots team. So yeah, yeah. I I love me some Nick Nurse. I just I can't get over this team. <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't get over it. I'm just still amazed, and I'm still seeing people on Twitter upset about some things like. If you can't enjoy this victory on the road in Golden State, playing vanilla everything and getting our 60-second win, man, leave. Go, go. We don't need you. We don't need you. Like, like you're never going to be happy then. You're never right. going to be happy. Like Suns fans, Suns fans. We were awful in just about everything. Shooting, uh, shooting efficiency. What's up, y'all? defensive rating just overall defense we were leaving people wide open look how many layups gonna state this and we got out rebounded on the offensive end and uh, on the defensive side and um but we still ended up winning like i'm confident you know there's always that doubt in my head i'm a doubtful person but i'm very confident with this team like i was like 40% 40% confident going in last year just because I didn't know. Right. Because, but th- like we, we've transferred over to this year and this, like this team is like a million times better. I feel like if JaVale was actually here, like not him necessarily putting up points, it's just that presence in the key. Gary Payne wouldn't have got all those backdoor cuts or Jordan Poole. You know, I feel like this could have been like a 10 to 12 point win if we just had not Biombo. <laughs> like, uh, like <laughs> uh, 
Thank but, you for bringing him him up again. I, I I agree with you, and I agree with Randy. Alonzo knows what's up. What's going on, bro? Thanks for coming Alonzo. in. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite <laughs> follows and, and people in the chat. I agree. I I was really disappointed in in what Biz brought to the game tonight. Even though I know we were playing vanilla everything, I just was I just was surprised. But did you guys see the body language of Chris Paul and Devin Booker after Chris Paul hit that last shot to go up three? They just yeah. they just went over to the sideline. He just like did something like that, and Devin Booker did his like laughing face. Like, it just it just looked like they were yeah. goofing around this They're game, and like, they still won. Right. I I saw Mikel just. <laughs> <laughs> they were around and they won. Like then then Jay and Draymond were chipping after the game and stuff. I'm like, man, fuck Draymond, dude. Like I I, I, I like his podcast. I, I like. I like his podcast. I like him outside of basketball, dude. But dude, I cannot stand this guy on the court, dude. Yeah, he was he was all over today, just everywhere. That, that travel quick. proves it. I want I want to I want to shout out to the United States men's national team for making uh, it and qualifying to the World Cup in Qatar. Come back. That's going to be a lot of fun come November. I think a little bit different this year. You know, a lot of it due to COVID because they usually play like in June or something, but. Man, in, in six, seven months, we're going to get some World Cup soccer, football. Um, that was awesome to watch. They they went down one nothing at the 50th minute and then 2 nothing, and I was like, okay. I mean, you got, y'all y'all can lose by five and still win, but okay, come on, let's go. And then they, they pull it together to win. Getting a, a, a nil-nil tie in Azteca and Mexico was huge. And then a 5 one victory on Sunday against Panama, and that just opened it up for this team. So mm. shout out to them. 100%. They released every single player that was on that letdown of a team in 2017, I believe, or 18. Yeah, I think it was. And 18. they just brought back a bunch of young dudes that just want to go out there and ball, and they got better and better and better. So USA going to the tourney but usually we get like the bracket of death or like the region of death. So I'm sure we're going to get like the hardest region and, and we'll see what happens. But these are young guys that don't know any better. I'm stoked for them. So um, also, did you guys, did you guys hear that Cardinals news today? Did you hear about that? Uh, what Cardinals news? <laughs> yeah. I was Absolutely like, did not- I miss something? I was like, <laughs> yeah. JJ Watt. Uh, posting Kyler Murray on his Insta, I think that. I was, guess that. That was about we, it. We signed Will Hernandez, that that guard, so we have a new right guard, and yeah, I like that signing. I'm not gonna lie, I do like the three signings they've done. It's good depth stuff, but there there ain't nothing else, and and just feels like that they're either gonna be all in on Julio Jones or AJ Green or or the NFL draft at this point. Hopefully, it's the draft and they trade up, man. I just I want them to trade up to get a top 10 receiver, but I don't know if they have the capital to be able to do it cuz you don't want to give up a first round pick next year unless you think like a Drake London or something like that is that dude. In which case, I'm totally fine for it and then you have a receiver growing with Kyler Murray, but we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the Phoenix Suns and 62 wins. This is my house, and I did not invite you. Us to the NBA. Right. And Man. Y'all, don't be afraid. Both of you guys, don't be afraid of any teams. You guys know we're good. You've seen it. We've talked about it. You guys know it. Randy. It's definitely you know actually what this there. Suns team is. Come on, man. You know it's what definitely this is. definitely actually afraid. there. 
<laughs> it's different when you actually there because it's like this is what you envision, but then when you actually do it, it's like, man, this is nuts. This we're really doing it. <laughs> we haven't been here before, right? So yeah, right, I get like that. you got this down is Arizona knee. sports, man. Dude. Definitely like, got down on one knee and asked her to marry you, and then it's like, dang, now you're sitting in the, in, in the bathroom getting dressed for the wedding. It's like, oh man, this is really like, going really down. This, this is nuts. <laughs> this but is it's nuts. This, I've never seen a full team work out together after a game. Like it's right. clear that they want to prove and outwork the opponent. Hundred percent. How about that as a narrative? We're gonna work out after the game and continue to outwork the opponent. How about that? How did how did you guys feel? Because I didn't get to talk or ask you guys about it. But how did you guys feel about that MVP stuff? And then I guess I could t- let you know a little bit of how I felt about it. Um, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just give you a brief a synopsis of what we went over the other day. Um, so basically, like, the criteria for until, like, 2017 when Russ won it was the best player on the best team. And that should definitely be the narrative, I think, because I think that's the best way to keep it as. Not, not, to, uh, not because I, I'm a Suns fan and I want to see uh, Booker win the MVP. I mean, I, obviously I do. But, uh, but like, uh, that just takes away from, you know, like, all the great players throughout the years that should have won it just about every year uh, or or just multiple years. Like, LeBron should have at least two to three more. Uh, MJ should have at least two to three more. Uh, Kobe, uh, he was shorting off, like, two. And, uh, and then now, uh, like, uh, Giannis is gaining kind of, like, the LeBron treatment that LeBron got like his whole career they're like yeah yeah you're good and you know you manage everything and yeah whatever numbers you put up is good enough yeah yeah like oh like uh, lebron you're doing great you're scoring you're carrying the team you're doing this you're doing that but we're gonna give it to some subpar fucking guy uh that is keeping their team in uh like fifth place probably first round exit whatever so y'all hear uh, the audio or no uh Mm -hmm. no when but, Book got done with what he did real quick, he said, winners work, baby, winners work. <laughs> this team, bro. But uh, uh, so, like, in all in all of our opinions, uh, Booker should be uh, the MVP. Uh, like, for Giannis to win it uh, uh, a couple years ago, he absolutely deserved it. He should, uh, it, like, in my opinion, it was uh, – Chris Paul and Giannis last year for MVP. Jokic won it. I mean, I had problems with it. You know, it's whatever. Like, media loves European white guys in the NBA. They, they'll throw everything at them. But, yeah, like, the, basically the general consensus is that Booker should be at least in the conversation. He's probably not going to win it. But if you're going to give it to somebody, give it to somebody like a Giannis that's actually putting up the numbers with being the most valuable guy in the league the most profitable guy and you know he, he's just a dominant force so if you're going to give it to not Devin Booker give it to Giannis so my thing on it my whole thing was like I get it like yes I think that book is obviously I think that book should be MVP but like my thing was like why do we care so much in the sense only because how many FUs does the league have to give us or remind us about Devin Booker or like just in general like, do we did we not forget? Like, literally, Devin Booker dropped forty seven and put the Lakers out of the playoffs 
and Chris Baines is asking him about a double team in the summertime? Like, you know, did we forget it? Like, we can't yeah. even get him to start in the All-Star game. But now all of a sudden everybody's in the uproar, like, oh, like, like this disrespect, like it's something brand new. Like all of a sudden D Book is like upset, like, oh, this disrespect. It's like they've been disrespecting for the last eight years. Like, I get it. Like now it's like more like like blatant, like it's not more like smoke and mirrors. It's just like, yo, like we don't care about you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I don't understand like like why he gets so upset or like why we get so upset about it. Cause it's just like I feel like like Monty, I feel like he answered it perfectly when he was like, yo, when I didn't get it last year and I seen the reaction to everybody else, he was like, that was enough for me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like mm-hmm. as long as Book gets the validation from us, the organization and stuff like that, I feel like that should be enough. Cause like I said, they you know what I'm saying? They 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 continuously ask you about double team. They bring up that like the only time the first time he really got really any airtime on ESPN this year was because a, a mascot was doing some dumb stuff behind him. So it's just like, like we don't, he doesn't get no respect for whatever reason. I don't know what hand he didn't shake. I don't know who, who he pissed off or whatever the case may be, but it's just like, I just didn't understand like the, like, Oh, like why is everybody like so upset about, or like, why is this like a, a brand new thing to everybody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with everything that you guys are saying, and I'm so, but I'm so I've followed this team, I've read all the articles, I've read the quotes. I I feel like I'm a part of the team now to the right. point where like I don't I don't care. <clears throat> I know that they're not going to give love, and I I don't care anymore. I don't care what what another fan base says about ABC player. I don't care about what this person says about injuries. I don't care what Doctor Guru on Twitter says about whatever trash thing he wants to tweet this season don't count blah 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 you know i don't i just care about a championship man and i like that this team is becoming the team that people hate because <laughs> to get where to get I, where I we need that. to go i think we had to do that you think so absolutely yeah. you ain't gonna yeah. get there I, I, knew, yeah. I, I knew i knew it was gonna happen but are we there yet? Is it a little bit too? People I, hate that, us, dude. dude yeah. People hate us, Randy. Dude, people hate dude, us. Don't you say that. Every game, you My saw phone's been blowing up, dude. Don't say that. Don't say that. Bones man. Highland was going off. You saw them tonight, dude. Everybody's coming for us. They want to beat us. They know we're the best. They know. And the thing about it is, going back to the Devin Booker thing, Devin Book, Devin Booker is your favorite player's favorite player. Dame today, Kyrie yeah. a couple days ago. Jaw a yeah. couple days ago, like Bron said it when are, when we when he Tyler exited. Hero. Yeah, Hero. he is your favorite player's favorite player. And everybody I'll take the in the league weren't over it. NBA casuals. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, JJ. That's what I'm saying. Like this team has nothing to prove to the fans. They have nothing to prove. They don't have anything to prove to the uh, to the players even too. They know how good they are. They just got things yeah. that they need to prove to themselves, and then they're creating those little narratives in their head, like Jordan, like Jordan, like Kobe. But it's the whole team. The whole team has Mamba mentality, man. Mm-hmm. They're trying to outwork the opponents after the game, and Devin Booker is your favorite player's favorite player. So yeah, I guess I, I, I wish I got, no, I got nothing but love for this team and confidence. Yeah. Join me. They... Join me, you guys. It's better on this side of things. Let me tell you. Oh no, I'm with you, but you know, I'm the optimistic guy. <laughs> That's my role. That's my Maybe role. we can get pessimistic. 
maybe if we yeah, can get sixty-eight, yeah. maybe if we can get sixty-eight, I might, I might hop over there. What do you think that the new guy's gonna do? How do you pronounce it? His last name Ife? Lundberg. I was, Ife? yeah, I was Ife? hoping that we blow out the Warriors tonight just so we can see him play. Ah, uh, just, just get him acclimated to the game and. We'll throw we'll throw him in. I'm really curious about that last game against Sacramento. Now we're gonna get a big dose of him because yeah. we're not gonna, all the starters and no, nobody really gonna be playing. So, so is he officially signed to the team? Yeah, official. Officially, I heard he couldn't play. I, I heard he couldn't play in the playoffs though. Like I heard I that he Ish didn't. Can't. I have I have I have no idea. As long as they sign Ish, they just need to sign him for the for the remainder of the year. I bet you they do. Thank God. I, I was really not wanting to see any more Abdel Nader, so thank God they went that route. <laughs> I, I thought that they were going to let go Alfred Payton. I was like, okay, when F.A. came in, I was like, all right, like Alfred Payton must be out on his way. And, out the and I'm I'm looking at the comments of that video that I shared, and it's nothing but fans just laughing at them still. This is what I'm saying. like They could do everything right, and it won't matter. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Be the villain. Fuck everybody else, man. You know? I hated Jordan when he beat us. I hated the yeah. Spurs when they beat us. I hated the Bucks when they beat us. The Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're it's gonna have if, if you win, you're gonna get hate. How much did y'all hate the Warriors when they were doing their thing? How much did y'all oh, yeah. hate Kobe when oh, he was doing his I'm thing? a LeBron fan. That was so like yeah, but that was a, hard a time, lot of dude. people were hating so <laughs> many people were hating on LeBron, mainly Kobe fans when when LeBron won. Oh yeah. Right. Come on, we hate Bama. We hate the Yankees. When you win, this is gonna happen. So the fact that we have so many haters just makes it so much more legitimate to me. Damn, that's, that's crazy. So we're doing a dark night. We've lived long enough to see ourselves become the villain, huh? <laughs> well, when was the last time everybody loved the team that won? Maybe the Raptors? Maybe. Because they, they took yeah. down the, the, the Ming the Dynasty? Really. Yeah, and I thought that that could have been us. I thought that could have been us last year. Like, like we're the, like, oh, like the, you know what I'm saying, happy-go-lucky team where team everybody can root for because Monty is a good a person he makes good speeches and i was like all right like maybe we could just keep riding that wave but i knew that this day was coming just not so soon just not just not right now i got y'all i'm just i'm on cloud nine with this team i want y'all to join this ride don't worry about the haters you know i'll also go on twitter and i'll defend the players like left and right (laughs) <laughs> but if anybody any anybody tries to to talk down about this team, they just they don't know ball. Yeah, that's really what it is. What D book say, you can't talk ball with everybody. That can't lady talk made me ball mad. With everybody. Yeah. Can't even talk ball with Suns fans nowadays. Good God, you think so? No, nah, ever I feel gone like everybody... on? You ever gone on Facebook Suns Suns Facebook pages? Facebook Suns is bad. Facebook oh Lord. <laughs> Trade everybody. Nah, I guess not. almost as bad as when Roy's on here saying we need to sign Dwayne Bacon. Love Dwayne. you, Roy. He's been on Dwayne Bacon for two and a half years now. Hey, <laughs> hey, but but check this out. Check this out. Today is today's Wednesday, right? Right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Season's over in eleven days. It's about to get real. It's about and to get real. 
and we'll either play the following Saturday or the following Sunday after the the playing games, which I believe is like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, or Tuesday, Thursday, something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's about to get real, real. And the way that this team performed tonight and got the W with that vanilla stuff, I I can't say enough about it. I think it's so much of a positive. Yeah, because like of the growth that we had from that Lakers game last year to this game. Mm-hmm. Think about how we performed in that game and how we performed in this game. Very similar, right? Yeah, yeah. granted, Golden State missed a whole bunch of bunnies. I still think we would have come out victorious regardless. Right. But, like, that growth itself, like, go out, play YMCA basketball, and, and have fun. And we Literally. got blown up by, like, 26, 36 points or something last year, and this year we win. Look at the, look at the positives. What did Book say when CP went out? Look at the beauty. Look at the beauty in this. We found our identity. Well, we what, have without more CP3. Than, we have so many identities. <laughs> we we have so, so many, many identities. Ways. And I'm so I'm looking I'm looking forward to playing the Warriors so when, and going small ball or or the Jazz. I'm looking forward to to playing the big big guys and having to play Biz or, and Javale along with Aiton or something. I'm looking forward to all of it. I just feel confident. When did you hit Cloud Nine? Was it tonight or was it a couple of games prior? It's let me because I, I, I good I, question. I could, That's a good question. Yeah. If I, I had to guess, it would say I would say like the Kings game. Like the Kings game. If I was on Cloud Nine, I would say like the Kings game. Because I was like, that was a game for me where I was just like, we've done everything this season. We've dealt yeah. with injuries. We beat the yeah. refs. We did X, Y, and Z. We, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we hit everything and we just like, all right, now yeah. playoffs. That's we- playoffs. It's really weird to say that, but I think you might be right. Having Shamit drop yeah. that three to, to go up three. <laughs> Come like, on, and having the backups win that game. You and then I think like, better. <laughs> yeah, dude, the Minnesota game, the next game, and how that all went down. And then Denver on a back-to-back. And them beating Philadelphia, yeah, we can we can it win. It just felt like it just felt like Cool Whip, Cherry, Sprinkles, <laughs> and tonight's game was like on the silver platter. So I, I have three games actually. So the uh, the first uh, Bucks uh, meet uh, uh, meetup that we had this season, right um, before the All Star break when we blew oh, them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah blew them yeah, out. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so that one was really good. I'm like, okay, we're in a good space at least. All right. Then the second Bucks meetup where Booker wasn't in, Chris Paul wasn't in, and they barely won. They won in the last two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Insane. All right. But what really sealed it for me was that Miami Heat game. And we just locked them down. Devin Booker full... flew over just for that yeah. game. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they didn't get a lick of any offense going in that whole second half and just completely I've never seen a team get shut down like that before. Yeah. Like uh, as, as far as I know. But yeah, that game was kind of like the oh man, like the like something's happening this year, I feel it. And then tonight, you know, it was a rough game, but yeah, like you said, silver platter. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You Look, missing out on that Knicks game. That Knicks game was crazy too. Oh, um, the Knicks game was, was just like a fucking Kings and I hate Knicks. the Knicks, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was just a game I just wanted to win. I don't know if that did anything for like my confidence or lower it. I just yeah. hate the Knicks. I can't no stand reason. Randall. I can't stand life. the organization. Uh, they did Jerry yeah. Lynn wrong. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's they a did bunch Jerry of Lynn wrong. That, that was awesome to see Cam Johnson, and and <laughs> I just I really feel like he's going to be back either either Friday's game or Sunday's game. But um, I want to talk Memphis real quick. All right. I I don't I don't, dude. Rest everybody. Don't even if if you play play like the first quarter, then throw like throw an throw an Ife. <laughs> I don't I don't want to show them anything. On the other side of it, part of me wants to show everything to them and be like, "Look, y'all can't f with us." Yeah. You know, we're we're going to win by 18, but that that sets a dangerous precedence. Then you really piss off that team. You show more on them. That's a that's a dangerous precedent. So, we're going to see another I think we're going to see every game like this towards the end. Maybe what? like the Clippers game with with Chris Paul or with Paul George being back. You know, we might throw a gamer here too, just to make sure that we're we're clicking. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't expect one, two, three, four, six games left. I don't expect us to do. Much do you guys more. even expect us to do anything? I don't. Nah, I, I kind of want to be Memphis only because, like, I just don't want to be a part sport. of the. I just don't want to be a part of like Memphis post game. Like, I don't know if you ever watch like whenever mm-hmm. they go talk. Like, it's always like a big thing. Like, they throw water on each other. They slap each other on the top of the head. Like. I just don't want to be the victim of that. Like, I, no, or maybe it, it could be. Let fuel. us, let us be the victim of that. That's poking that bear, yo. Let us be the fuel for that, for that fire. Yeah. But one thing about Memphis, though, I will say, even though I think that they're a good, I think that they're a good regular season team. I'm not necessarily worried about Memphis in the playoffs, only because um, I, I was having this debate yesterday. Is that I feel like they are a fast paced uh, team that gets a lot of their points off of fast breaks, deflections, just defensive stops and stuff like that, and offensive rebounds, and they lead the league, I think, as a team in offensive rebounds. And um, I don't think that that's going to be sustainable against us just because we don't make a lot of mistakes. We make it every shot, especially in the playoffs, is going to be a good shot or a great shot. And then on top of that, like, um, <clears throat> yeah, like they don't have any like shooting really like that. Outside of Desmond Bain, anybody that shoots a three that's not named Desmond Bain is with us. You know what I mean? Like, I was looking up their uh, three-block percentages, and, like, a lot of them, Jaron Jackson is in the low 30s, like 32. And I think Aaron, uh, Desmond Bain is the only one. I think he's, like, shooting at 44 or, like, 41 or something like that. So I was just like, yeah, I don't think – with the lack of shooting and then on top of that, like, just the lack of mistakes that we make and how the game is slower in the playoffs, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that Memphis is going to be a good playoff team, but we shall see. That's fair. I completely agree. I've been saying that. That's why I'm not afraid of anybody. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, why I'm just not to, afraid. Uh, yeah, just to uh, add on to you, Randy. Yeah, you're 100% right. But, um, yeah, the thing uh, with Memphis, too, is is the fast break and the high, uh, you know, the high-speed offense that they have. And in the playoffs, I mean, anybody can tell you, the, like, the game slows down. Uh, like, uh, guys are playing at their own speed. Like, oh, Chris Paul's one of the best players in the league when it comes to controlling uh, the game and the pace of everything. So you take that high speed uh, offense out of, uh, of Memphis in the playoffs against like a competent, you know, playoff team, you know, they're going to, 
it's going to be rough, you know, because uh, like you said, that outside shooting isn't the best, uh, but uh, their interior scoring is pretty good. Uh, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, uh, their backup point guard, I always forget his name. Uh, uh, That's slow, man. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Tyus. matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tyus. Yeah. Yeah. T- uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyus is solid. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, but like, I, I think there's just a lot of uh, things that you can throw at. Uh, the Memphis, it, like interior offense, uh, Steven Adams is a monster of a human being. But if you yeah. throw JaVale and Aiden at him, it's going to be a rough night. Uh, and Biz. So, you even and, throw and, Biz up there for like three to five minutes, right? Just rough him up a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, they're a really good team. I think they will at least make it to the second round. Uh, like I think they're going to breeze through the first round, no problem, whoever they get. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just when it comes down to pacing, it affects so much of how you play. And like, like we ran into that problem uh, when we went against the Clippers. You know, like uh, we were basically breezing through uh, the playoffs really until we got to the Clippers. And then when Reggie Jackson and Paul George were practically controlling the tempo, it, it kind of threw us for a loop a little bit. You know, so like it took a, a lot of messy turnovers from Paul George. Uh, caused by Tory mm-hmm. Craig uh, and then uh, Aiden's uh, defensive presence to, you know, put that extra pep in our step when it came to uh, the offensive side of things. So I think Memphis is going to be really good in the playoffs, but, you know, it's going to be rough after the first round for them. 100%. I don't care who we play. In fact, <laughs> in fact, no, no, y'all, y'all write this down, take a picture, whatever. Bookmark it. Suns are going to win the NBA Finals in five games. Five. I'm going to be on the first yeah. smoke like, in the Phoenix. Ju- just like the Spurs in 2014. Yeah, that's that's the vibe we're getting. Like, we're on a vengeance tour. Like, yeah. just, we got embarrassed. And now we got to go back and go. That's all we can do. It's, it's, like, it's either finals or bust, man. Do you think that potentially – I don't want to jump the gun too much because I, I just be in my own head sometimes. But do you do you see a back to back? Do you see a back to back potentially if we could? I don't know if we can get to DeAndre Aiden. Kind He's of heating up. Like I that's see a. I was. Did you see I was a back to back? I was thinking about this a couple of days actually. A couple. We've days all ago. been thinking it. I'm just gonna say it out loud. Like, I just want. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I just want one, right? But yeah. I was thinking. I'm like. I'm like, okay, we got to the finals. Uh, we came like two wins away uh, from securing that whole thing. And what it took was a like a performance from a NBA superstar, going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, like like it, it like it took a all time performance to beat uh, you know the Suns team uh, and prevent them from. Uh, it you took know, one player shooting twenty five free throws a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, if you want to bring it down to that, which I usually do, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I have a good feeling we're gonna be you know coasting you know through the playoffs. I think we're gonna make it to the finals, and like like I'm pretty sure we'll win. And uh, what I was thinking about, I'm like, dude, we can for sure if we keep this up, we can have at least uh, the West just secured for the next five years. Yeah, then and, then I'll be like, all right, we're the villains. But go ahead. And yeah. this team and could be thing. a dynasty, dude. There hasn't been many dynasties in the NBA. Like this team could be a real dynasty. Like the Warriors, like to 
depending who you ask, we're barely a dynasty or borderline dynasty. You know, and the thing that you got to think about too is that when you're winning at this level, those those big name players will come to you to play for for basically free too. Yeah. So like, what kind of high quality free agents can you add? Does Cam Johnson and Mikhail and Da and Booker for that matter continue to get even better? Like, what does that look like? Can we continue to add a draft pick here or there that can actually come in and do something? I mean, we got Aaron Holiday for another year. We still got campaign for another. Like, the, the possibilities are out there. You know, I, I guarantee you after next season, a guy like De'Aaron Fox, DeJounte Murray, SGA, they're going to be fed up with losing. Like, it's, it's only natural. It's only natural. Dame stayed because they weren't making the playoffs. They were a winning team. I don't I don't know, winning 32 to 35 games a year isn't, you know, the coolest thing if when you're in San Antonio and Sacramento and Oklahoma City's not even going to make 30 wins this year. So you you never know. You yeah. never know. But why not? Yeah. And I got this feeling in my gut, like for whatever reason, like, you know, the Suns, like we always get super old point guards that are still good, but – I got this feeling in my gut that I feel like we can get an old Dame Lillard. Like I feel like in oh, my I gut, like, say like Rajon Rondo. God, no, 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 no hell no. Uh, <laughs> no, he he's, he's more than old. Nah, yeah, we, no, could, we could get an yeah. old Dame Lillard. Like I can see it. Like he loves this team. He loves the Suns. He love. I mean, he loves Devin Booker. And I can he's see on, like he, an old and he'd be on a mission. And there's another dude with his chip on your shoulder. Chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Like say Portland disrespects him and doesn't want to give him a certain amount of money. Like and he's like, all right, I'm gonna go somewhere else. I can see us giving him some bread and him coming here. I can see. I it. mean, I could see Lonzo Ball too. Uh, no, not I, Lonzo. Not. I'm. I'm sorry. I meant his brother. Oh, uh, Lamelo. Mm-hmm. I remember. I got so mad that draft because I was like, Lonzo. Oh man, we can get him. And then. His dad was like, yeah, no, nah, he's not going nowhere but L.A. I was just like, man. <laughs> but that's, a, that's, an, that's another player I could see coming in with the, when the contract going up being like, no, nah, I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I can see And, it. and that's, that, that's kind of what I'm looking at. So <sighs> possibilities are endless. All that matters. Yeah, I, DeJounte Murray or SGA, either one of those two. I'll take like, SGA. But yeah. I'd take either one of them. I think they're both studs. But personally, I would take SGA for sure. But both of them would fit the mold, and they'd be perfect for us. So, look, man, 62 wins is nothing to slack at. Being mad over a game you you win when you're not doing anything is not something to be mad at. I just want Suns fans to be in a celebratory mode. Celebrate. What does Monty say? Celebrate everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think money's got the right perspective. You know, a lot of teams are like, you need to act like you've been there before, yada, yada, yada. Well, I think money's got a good perspective on life considering what he's been through. Right. Celebrate your accomplishments in life, even if you do it over and over again. It's still, it's hard. 62 wins, three times. And how how many years have we been a franchise, right? 62 wins has only been happened twice, now three times. And we've got six more chances to become the best team. In Phoenix Suns history. So, quick question though, before we get out of here, like I just, I just, it's real, it's a sidebar, yeah. like completely like off the wall. But I was having Shoot. this debate earlier. I was having this debate early. I just want you guys to, I don't know, give me confirmation. What's your brother? I'm guessing. No, no, no. It was in a group chat oh, okay. over. It was about football. So who's better? Um, Jay Herbo, Justin Herbert, 
or Lamar Jackson? Herb. I'll take Herb's arm. What? Why? I'll take Herb. Why? Lamar, when it comes to you know health, uh, he can't really throw the ball by past sixty yards. Uh, I don't think he's a scheme guy. Um, I, I I just see more flaws in uh, Lamar than I do. Herb. Yeah, that's I I completely agree. I like Jay Herbo. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I think that Jay Herbo is definitely up next. But I I think that probably like in the long run, like maybe Jay Herbo. Like I think that talent wise, it's being able to make certain passes, of course. But I don't know. I feel like if you give Lamar Jackson, it was like this Ravens team, like or that Ravens team, literally like everybody and their grandma was hurt, and they still did a little bit of something. You know what I mean? And then Lamar Jackson stepped it up a little bit in his passing and stuff like that. And then in the his second year in the league, he led the league in what passing touchdowns too, and he won MVP. So it's just like I don't know. I don't know if I mean I don't think I don't think there's either of them are a bad player by any means. I also am sure. trying to remember when the Ravens had a dynamic offense, like ever. Yeah. So he's doing I, the Hollywood. Yeah, he's doing the scrubs and well, maybe Mark Andrews, but I mean Anquan Bolden was there for a minute, even with with Flacco. You know, that and Steve Smith, I think that was their best offensive unit that they had in a long time. I mean, you look back in the days when they had Dilfer as quarterback, he was th- throwing the Quadre Ishmael, you know. They did have Jamal Lewis in the backfield, and he was a beast. I mean, they had they had Ray Ray back in the day until he, you know, decided to <laughs> somebody. So, I mean, like, their backfield's always been legit, and that's been their strength. Todd Heap for a while, you know, right. Mark Andrews now. Um, don't, don't sleep on Mark Andrews uh, from the Valley as well. But I just think that maybe it's John Harbaugh, maybe it's the their front office. They just don't put the stock into offensive players like they do defensive players overall, in my opinion. The line has always been sturdy. The running back has always been sturdy. The tight end. But the, the skill positions have been lackluster, to say the least. And I think that plays a part of it. Whereas Herbert, he's got playmakers, man. He's got Keenan Allen. He's so got, you're saying just uh, because he he has more people in position, they put him. The Chargers put him in a better position. Yes, to be better. Okay. and I yeah. th- and I think yeah. that matters. I think yeah, that's yeah. very important. In football that matters. 100%. It's it's like it's like putting Hassan Reddick on inside linebacker and then releasing him to outside, and he gets 15 sacks or something like that. Right. So I think that absolutely matters. So it's probably scheme and stuff too, and maybe he doesn't check down enough. I don't know, but and I'll plus, tell you I, what. what, what when Hollywood Brown was a rookie and he was going over the top, Lamar Jackson was hitting him in stride every damn time. And, and, and uh, just to add to it and stuff, I like Herbert came in being a backup to uh, who was it, Teddy? Was uh, it Teddy? Who was over there? Who, who was it? It wasn't the syringe in the chest. It wasn't Rivers. It might have been Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod right? Taylor. That's who it, it was. was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. So. He came in being a backup. The people already liked him. He was already a prospect, whatever. And uh, he, like, Herbert was able to, you know, do a lot with a lot less. Lamar, you know, he's been given a good amount. Same of thing. He had Joe. He had Joe. He took over for Joe Flacco. And the only year Lamar Jackson's missed the playoffs is this year. Scheme. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it, it was an injury thing. Uh, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's yeah. definitely an injury thing. Uh, like, uh, and Lamar's definitely the cookie cutter quarterback you kind of want in today's age, but like I think Herbert is going to be a like another Brady, like a Brady caliber, you know, level of throwing. Uh, and just- no good.
I'm not still talking <laughs> about Tom Brady. Yeah, he's not going to have like the accolades, I don't think, but he's going to have like the arm and uh, field vision uh, as Brady. That, that like just give him like three, four years, and he's going to be a menace. So who do you trust coming down like fourth quarter? They need a drive. Who do you give? Who are you giving the ball? I've seen, I've Derek, seen Herbert. Derek Carr. Seen... <laughs> Fuck Derek Carr. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I mean, just how the I feel like Lamar's a winner. Now, I feel like I, Lamar like... is a winner, man. I feel like he does it. Like we see it time and time. Herbert does it too. I'm not trying to take away from Herbert because, like I said, he's a baller. But I feel like. I've seen more times where Lamar is like, all right, just put the ball in my hands. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Like, I'm going to go get this this dub. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, like, I, I'm I just looking Herbert at the, the offenses now. Like, I'm just yeah. looking at the offenses now. And, like, I'm just going to take Herbert just off the offensive the caliber. Offense. Yeah. yeah, just the offense alone. I'm mean, not yeah, QB got... to QB. But, like, if, if you put Lamar with the Chargers offense, uh, like, I'll pick uh, Lamar, like, yeah, because they do got yeah, Austin Eckler, what, if, uh, yeah, Mike Williams. Exactly. Yeah. If you put Lamar Jackson on shit, man, even even the Browns last year with those duo running backs and when they had OBJ and Jarvis Landry, like I think that's a completely yeah. different team. Oh, dude, that team would be so good. Or you know? throw throw Lamar on Dallas. I feel like Dallas yeah, would yeah, it, it, win the distance, dude. Like it, yeah. it's all about your uh, your line at the end of at the end of the day, see how, like, like how long they can buy you time. And Lamar, you, he's you a put Lamar Jackson with Devonte Adams too. Like that, what would that look like, right? But I'm, I guess that's that's Devonte Adams, right? He'll he'll make a lot of mediocre quarterbacks go. Uh, I've loved talking about this, and I want to talk more football stuff coming up. We were gonna have the draft coming up in what, like three weeks, even. Maybe about three weeks ish, or maybe it's exactly yeah. four weeks, something like that. Football's coming up, but right now we're all sons all the time on this podcast because nothing else really matters. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Diamondbacks. <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, God. Cool stuff. Phoenix Suns, baby. All that matters is getting to 63 wins right now, and then nothing else will matter until game one of the NBA playoffs. He's on Fire Podcast. We'll be back with you Sunday night. Thanks for tuning in. Rate, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff. Peace. Looking, throws an alley. Oh! He puts it down! He puts it down! They're getting a little wobbly. They're down for the